Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bring in the Thunder. It's episode three. We're still going. <laughs> Straight into it. No time to waste. I'm your host, Andrew. With me once again, it's Mr. Ross Bell. And eight. We're still going. We're still doing this. We're not giving up yet. No towel has been thrown as of yet. <laughs> Thunder got better this week. I mean, it could not Best get time. any worse. This very true. We found the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. And while I'm sure in the past we will keep digging past that initial bottom of the barrel, today we've decided to try and rise up a little bit. So we are here in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Home, home of Conrad, Conrad Thompson, the man who owns podcasting, it seems. <laughs> uh, and straight away, big, big news. Tony Schiavone's back. He is. That's the very first note I've got as well. Schiavone's back. Yeah, Schiavone is back. But bigger news, breaking news, because minutes before air, Schiavone tells us, a press release was announced to, to announce that there'll be an update and an announcement at sold out in two days' time about the WWE Championship. Not just that, but Rowdy Roddy Piper will be there. We don't know why, but he will be there for the first time since October's Halloween Havoc when he was attacked by the NWO. Is this, is this a, a, a buy-in tactic? Because, I mean, that would not get me to buy sold out Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, 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 never, I was never a Piper fan, to be fair, though. Yeah, I assume that's, this is a last-minute, uh-oh, we, uh, we need something, let's bring <laughs> Piper in. But not just that, because they also announced that Hulk Hogan and Sting have been advised to be there, but also Scott Hall has been advised to be there. Now, this is the my first note I've made here. Of course he'd be at sold out. He's booked in a match. It's <laughs> so advisable if you turn up to the show, Scott. Yeah. So yeah, please turn up because you are booked, but we also advise you to be there for this segment, which we're going to announce the championship future. Yeah, we could so, do a Nash and just not show. He, well, he did that at, at Starcade, so yeah. yeah, it could be. But of course, if there's not a performance bond, then Hall doesn't have to show up. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But more about that as the night goes on. <laughs> main event, we teased it last week, the Giants and main event, again, this time against Scott Hall. You can smell the DQ coming from here. Yeah, I timed this match. Uh, I won't spoil it now, but when we get to it, that it went as long as you'd imagine. <laughs> no promo this week. We're going straight into an opening match. It's Conan with yeah. Mike Jones from the end. And we, we asked a question last week is Conan NWO? He is NWO. He is. Uh, he hasn't quite got his spiel yet. He hasn't. He doesn't do the Wolfpack stick, but he no. is NWO with Virgil, Vincent, Mike Jones, whatever. Yeah. And he takes on Scott Steiner in singles competition. Yeah, We're, he's got Ted DiBiase with him, and he is on the verge, isn't he, of becoming Big Papa Pump at this point? He's, he's got to be so close to it now. The, the announcers keep talking about, does he want a singles run? Does he want to basically ditch Rick and yeah. Ray Trailer and go on his own? I'm blaming uh, No. I mean, straight away, as those was DQ ending. Why are you protecting Conan? Yeah, in your first match of the night. Two good wrestlers, two guys that could go. Like, yeah. Why? I get the argument they probably say is, well, it was a, a run-in from Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton that it set up a Ray Trailer Rick Star the saves. So that set us up the six-man tag at sold out. So they would probably argue it's building it. But Conan could still take the loss. Yeah, right? it wouldn't matter, would it, really? Uh, Scott ran away, single-handedly run the NW out. Trailer and Rick didn't actually do anything. and were useless as help. They, they were, uh, getting beat, were they getting beat up in the corner? Or they beat yeah. two-on-one in the corner while Scott was getting attacked by three guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, he didn't acknowledge his partners at all, just did his own stuff, celebrated in the corner, and then a cutaway. Cutaway yeah. to whatever we, whatever American viewers saw. But we come back to an electric Kevin Nash promo. Oh, Jesus Christ. What, this what does he look like? What does he look like in this? A flannel shirt and a gym shirt underneath. 
Arthur, here's Nash with the mic. Nash looks trashed. He speaks for five minutes and says absolutely nothing. <laughs> Again, the announcers made the point of saying that Hogan paid the $1.5 million performance bond. They made yeah. the point of saying that. But this is where I got a bit confused by it now because now I don't know if the story's changed, but now they're saying that Nash can attack Giant, but Giant can't attack Nash. I thought it was a uh, you can't touch each other. Now it yeah. appears to be that only Giant is barred for uh, unless something's changed or well, I missed it two weeks ago. I don't yeah. know. Well, when you get to the main event, it's it's clear that yeah, it, it is just the Giant cannot attack yeah. Kevin Nash because Kevin Nash is all over the Giant at points during the main event tonight. So in this in this horrific promo, Nash basically says he's going to make Giant snap. He's going to one point five million dollars richer, and he's building up this big final line, which. I'm sure in his mind, it's like this big, it's going to pop the crowd. And Nash's big final line is, the giant's going to fold and I'm going to be a rich, rich man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's, it's like not the not a line, is it? Like Rock's got, if you smell, Austin's got, that's the bottom line. Yeah. You know, Hogan's got anything he uses. That's... I'm going to be a rich, Maybe. rich man. <laughs> Yeah. Scan that. Yeah. This was awful. <laughs> but if that was bad enough, and it was, Stagger Lee, because he's still there, Stagger Lee f- comes out of the dumbest thing I've heard in, in this now the third show in the last three weeks, because he says that, again, Hogan put the money up because Nash can't afford it, obviously. And the giant, and I'll quote, had to scramble to get the money together. <laughs> well, he's not got that big 10 year Vince deal yet, has he? So he's obviously a pauper. Why would you acknowledge that one of your biggest stars isn't like the millionaire that you'd expect a big star in wrestling to be? Like this is '98 when you got Austin running wild, The Rock's building up, Triple H is building up. Yeah, and you look. Why would you say, "Oh, he had to, he had to beg and borrow and scramble this money together"? He's borrowed money off guys backstage. Oh. Yeah, where did he get it? Is he sort of have a whip round for the giant? <laughs> Just the not. I, w- I would <laughs> trust that WWE locker room. I would not trust that locker room at all. <laughs> Yeah, they're not handing over cash readily, those guys, are they? Weird production moment here because the next music for the entrance starts while Nash is still in the ring. Yeah, this show is all over the place production-wise. It happens multiple times tonight where music just happens, guys are in the ramp, and then their music happens while some guys are leaving the ring. It, it It's all over the place. Like, did they have someone come out while Nash was in the ring or have they just messed up? The mixing. I, I, think, I don't know. I couldn't see any cruiserweights in the in the aisle, but who knows? Because later on, Eddie Eddie's in, already like in the aisle. Uh, no music playing. When it for his match um, before even gonna gets announced that, he, is, that there's a match happening. This is a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> company owned by one of the biggest conglomerate TV companies there's ever been. Yeah. I, I don't, um, it is. Uh, so, yeah, Cruiseweight Championship, uh, Cruiseweight uh, action up next. Chavo yeah. Guerrero and Super Calo uh, yes. in a Lucha Libre tag team match. So, of course, who's here? <laughs> Today's on commentary, isn't he? Today's here, of course. His mic doesn't work. His mic doesn't work. <laughs> he gets his own special on screen banner later as well, the voice of Mike Tanay. Yeah, I noticed that. Julian Soldati gets two different designs of Banner as well. Does he? Wow. Yeah, he gets he gets a fancy scroll thing and he needs to get like a normal like voice of dub so much tonight. Oh, very he nice. gets two different uh, on screen like Chirons for him. But yeah. Uh we got uh yes, Chavo and Supercalo against La Parker and Silver King. Uh, they do acknowledge today's Mike Oh yeah, I know. And he was over like Rover last week and they did nothing with him really. And never did, ever. Really. No. They, they never capitalized on that. This is the first time I've seen Super Calo, and I'm a big fan of a lucha, luchador wrestling with a mask and a uh, flat cap or a backwards, yeah, yeah. backwards flat cap on. 
it's a good look. Strong look, that is. It really is. Uh, they acknowledge that uh, Silver King and La Parker are two of the heavier luchadors. They make a point of emphasising their weight. In yeah. Life. I mean, fair enough. It, it, it's obvious. La Parker's a he's a big fellow. He, he would not be a luchador anywhere else in the world, I don't think. <laughs> We also get the debut, and we'll get this a lot, and we get it sold out. I'm sure we'll get it on every episode. That when Silver King's in the ring, Mike Tanay uh, tells us to not be fooled by the deceptively <laughs> stocky Silver King, which I read of he's fat. He's a big boy. Yeah, that's what I take from that. Yeah. It's just the way. This is like their way of saying he's a he's a bit porky. Honestly, he's uh, a cruiserweight. Though. Yeah, he's a cruiserweight, but he is deceptively stocky. That's that's <laughs> the, that's the buzzword that we will hear again and again. Yeah, uh, I mean, up against uh, Chavo, though, Chavo is really slim and slender in this in this, this period, I suppose. It, when we see people like Benoit and and Jericho and yeah. Guerreros, we what how how they would look later mm. in years in WWE. We see how they got those physiques. It's not us to speculate, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you, there's a massive difference. Uh, they do plug during this that later on we're going to get a special look at Flair versus Brett. We don't yeah. get that on the network. We don't no. see that at all. So no, that's, no, uh, that's yeah. a good one there. And we'll just get we we promise again we don't see this on the, the network version, but a promise a look at what Roddy Poe's been up to since suffering severe injury at Halloween Havoc. Now this hasn't been training for revenge. This has been filming, filming TV shows. Yeah, they meant they mentioned that, don't they? That he's been uh, they, doing this TV show. Good. Was it Thunder yeah, in Paradise? Was he on? Something uh, like that? Oh, Texas Ranger, I believe Texas he was in. Yep. Not like, oh, he's been, he's been in the gym. He's been back in Scotland <laughs> training, lift, lifting those bagpipes, you know, trying to get revenge on the NWO. No, no, he's been filming. Yeah. Nice one there. Takes Roddy. it seriously. Takes his job seriously. But this is a good cruiserweight match. Chavo wins. And they, they immediately cut to uh, Rick Martel getting attacked by the flock as he's entering they the building. Uh, Supercaller got the pin. He wasn't the legal man. And there was no, no mention of that. Uh, but then as you, as we'll come to learn uh, definitely is sold out when it comes to Lucha Libre there's specific rules for tag team matches yeah. that basically mean there are no rules when it comes Legal to tag team legal men yeah. yeah so that happened uh, during the match Raven walked down uh, to mm-hmm. the, in the crowd I was amused by this because Raven's walking down and he's followed by a woman carrying popcorn or some sort of <laughs> that clearly doesn't realise who he is or doesn't give a shit and is more than annoyed that why is this guy in my way I'm trying to get back to my seat she's not overall she's not mugging for the camera she looks like the can you get out of my way I'm yeah. trying to get the food back to my seat she's been brought along by someone uh, just because let's go see the wrestling Tony. come on let's yeah. go. <laughs> she has no idea who Raven is that, that amused me greatly it really did yeah that was good did you see uh, did you see the um you see the Martel thing, but then immediately after that, they cut to this online-only pay-per-view that you can watch at your PC. Can you imagine the fucking buffering you would have got in 98 trying to watch a pay-per-view online? Pay-per listen. Yeah. Uh, Boston <laughs> Brawl, $7.95, $7, not less than $8 for a pay-per listen. Yeah. Part of me wants to track this down. Somehow, yeah, track I've this never down heard of this it. before. This is something Vince didn't even bother with, did he? No, he didn't. I mean, they tried Radio WWF, and they did have... Mm. At one point, I think Gorilla Monsoon and JR maybe did live yeah. uh, commentary on the pay-per-views on it, but I don't know if it worked. It didn't work because it stopped. No. Uh, yeah, the Rick Martel thing. So they cut from uh, – also after the Cruiser or the Lucha Libre match, uh, Ch- Juventud Guerrero come out. Yeah. No men, men losing his belt last week. No yeah. revenge, no rematch. Just didn't happen. That's it. Yeah. Liz Mark Jr. came out. Then Psychosis and El Dandy. El Dandy came out. And they had a bit, bit of a fight, and that's it. Yeah, is, is he the inspiration for Natural Libre? <laughs> I wrote that in my notes for Soul <laughs> <laughs> I think he must be. 
because he looks like Jack Black would would be if yeah he's a white American guy pretending to be a luchador isn't he uh, they have this big sort of flippy dippy fly thing and then Rick, uh, Shivani completely ignores this like completely ignores it and cuts to a promo for Nick Patrick yeah why was he getting explain- a- but the idea was he would explain Starcade and the fast count but he didn't get to talk because Rick Martel walked in backstage and Kidman confronted him and called him a stooge we how long ago was Starcade at this point uh, we're talking three weeks now <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, so apparently, Rick Martel's a stooge. Now, unless something happened on Nitro, we don't know why he's a stooge. Yeah, this is not explained to us. WCW debut just two weeks ago on the first episode of Thunder. Exactly. So some Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kidman attacks him. Scotty Riggs attacks him. Then Martel gets thrown through a glass door. Yeah, that's it. Nothing about his condition. Just moving on. Yep. On the next match. <laughs> We get we get like I said we get the look at Boston Brawl really awful advert like horrible yeah. advert talking about this is this ain't a tea party and this is the that, internet <laughs> this is and then we teased it last week Marty Gennetti is here Marty Gennetti star of the early nineties uh, taking Dean Malenko yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I was quite excited for this because like I love Dean Malenko um, Marty Gennetti looks like he's come straight from a Rockers match he's dressed exactly he the same yeah and uh, a couple of they're all right. They actually work quite well together. I, I like this. Um, more, more of my notes were made on commentary than the actual match itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain things. So again, the announcer that Scott Hall's been advised to be it sold out for the segment for the title. He's at, he's in a match. Uh, Stagger Lee actually seems to realise this because he says, "Well, he better show up. He's got a date in Ohio appointment with Zabisco." So someone is doing their. At job. least someone's on the ball. The, yeah. the least likely of the three of them to be on the ball. <laughs> uh, Shivani also. Uh, uh, comments by saying that Gennetti is a world champion multiple times in tag team wrestling apparently now right. apart from the Rockers WWF total win which never happened because it was the yeah. broken rope incident with the Heart Foundation when have the Rockers and that's the only team I can think of that Gennetti was uh, unless he won it with a one two three kid or some quick thing like that maybe Ooh. when oh no wasn't that Bob Holly in the one because that was the Bam Bam Bigelow LT thing in 95 it was, so yeah. I can't even think when Gennetti's held a tag team belt, let alone multiple. It's got to be in the AWA, isn't it, or something like that? We might have to research that one, because who am I to doubt Tony Schiavone, obviously? Yeah, I'm on there now. Yeah, he is a two-time AWA tag team champion. Multiple. Mm. Two. Oh, and a one-time tag team champion with one, two, three kids, apparently. Okay, three. Okay. Can we allow multiple for three? (laughs) Is Schiavone technically telling the truth? Technically, yeah, okay. but he's stretching oh. the words uh, multiple. One more Shivani gem. He says it is good to see Janetti trying to win a match. Too often, superstars come out with spectacular moves trying to make a name for themselves, but Janetti's just trying to win. I read that as Janetti's not spectacular. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what I'm saying. They're slamming him. It is, it is a decent match. I love watching Dean Malenko go to work, and the underhook powerbomb into the cloverleaf is a superb finishing little sequence. Yep, fully agree. Malenko, I could watch him all day. Yeah. Just, he can work with anyone. He makes anyone look better. Underrated in that not... era of cruiserweights, definitely. Oh, yeah. And I just, if only he was bigger. If mm. only he went to the WF at a big at a time where size wasn't as important as it was when he went in. Or, or he just, he went at the wrong time. Mm. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And he wasn't as big as Benoit or um, uh, Guerrero. Or he's even too short. Yeah, well, you yeah. Know, so, yeah, he was kind of, he was unlucky there. Uh, up next, we get Kendall Windham. Kendall Windham versus Goldberg. Now, mm. when I saw Kendall Windham come out, I thought, I don't know a lot about him, other than obviously he's a Windham. So I did a bit of research, because I don't remember much more after that. He was in the West, Te- West Texas Rednecks 
in 99. Mm-hmm. Rapper's Craps. So we've got that to look forward to. So I can't <laughs> wait for that to come up. <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg won. Just no, yeah. No Goldberg tries to do some leg submission thing for half the match. It went, it went 90 seconds this match. Um, there was a decent clothesline from Wyndham. I like that. Off the ropes. Yeah. Good lariat. And then he just got a really ugly spear. Um, and then, yeah, the jackhammer. Second best jackhammer in the business for the win. Yeah. Um, we have Scott Hall promo time now. And he's with Lewis Bacoli. Jesus Christ. Who is NWO now. Apparently so, yeah. Did that happen in Nitro? I don't know. Because last week he was wearing a six shirt inside out. And now he's NWO with Scott Hall. And then Scott still asking uh, what his name is. Yeah, uh, who are you, kid? Uh, Louis Piccoli has Larry Zabisco's golf clubs, apparently. Yeah, I don't really know why. cheap, shitty golf clubs. Yeah. There's no way they're Larry's. I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, Larry is here. He says that Hall can't out-wrestle him, so Louis says Larry couldn't beat him. Uh, Larry takes him down and then walks away from Scott Hall. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And, and then says he won't, he, he won't walk out alone at sold out. That's your, that's your tease right there. Yeah, fair enough. Scott Hall, to be fair to him, looks in fantastic shape at this point. I don't know if this, this is kind of the last little era of Scott Hall before the demons take over fully, but he oh, looks in great shape. I forgot what comes up at Sold Out is the payoff to uh, Larry's line about not walking out alone. I completely forgot what happened at Sold Out. It's a, it's a good payoff, but I've completely forgot what happened. So that's 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 where you can see it coming a mile off when you get there, right. but that it's still a good payoff. Up next, we get a uh, well, it's, it's somewhat of a dream match, a rematch from Halloween Havoc the previous year, a match of the year contender, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Today's yeah. back. He is. <laughs> Pops up. This is a title match, isn't it? Apparently so. You would not know because I don't mention it. There's no on-screen graphic about it. Um, and yeah, he just kind of gets brushed under the carpet that this is a title match. How did Eddie get a shot when Jericho won the title shot last week for Sold Out? I don't know. Their booking is, is very all <laughs> over the place with this. Surely if Jericho won the shot at the pay-per-view, how does Eddie get a shot the week, the two days before? I don't get how he's earned Multiple that. number one contenders. Yeah. This is, of course, back when Ray had two good eyes. Um, oh. He cannot sell his leg, though. He, completely, he flips between selling it really badly and is completely forgetting about it. Yeah, he, has, he hasn't quite ironed that little nick out yet. Uh, we don't get anywhere close to the classic we got the previous October. Uh, Jericho came out to attack Ray, DQ finish. Benoit came out because him and Jericho are booked for later on. Mm-hmm. But they do it right now. Straight into Benoit versus Jericho right now. Yeah, I like that. That was good. I like the way they did that. No messing about. Benoit, Benoit wants to get on with business. And yeah, it was good. I like Jericho selling that he was shocked that Benoit was behind him. Proper mm-hmm. uh, Weasley heel pulling a big face of shock. That was good. And then I love um, the end of this match. Uh, Jericho taps out before Benoit can even lock on the crossface. He's just get, he's just dropped him down for it, and then Jericho taps immediately, so to not do himself any damage before his big title match. That's Very the clever. The commentators actually acknowledge it. The commentators explain they do what commentary yeah. is supposed to do. They acknowledge really why he's done it. I know Staggerly's on form this week. <laughs> uh, Raven was at ringside. Raven and Benoit, a book for sold out. I didn't know that. Looking forward to that. Well worth. That also will be a great match. Yeah. Uh, Raven, we are told, is allowed to be at ringside because he brought a ticket, whereas the flock did not because they're cheap. So Raven's allowed there on his own, and that's Fair why enough. he's not being escorted out. He jumped into the ring to attack Benoit, but then we cut immediately to a Burger King advert, and then when yeah, we come sh- back from the Burger King advert, it's Hogan <laughs> and Bishop on their way out. Shivani actually says, we got to go. So yeah. It's a commercial. You, you could, really? Something's happening leading up to your pay-per-view in two days' time. Give this another three minutes. Going back to Burger King later on, it doesn't matter that much. 
Uh, so yeah, that, as you said, cuts to a broken commercial, and we come back to Hogan. And I've decided this week his tan has reached the levels of rich Caribbean level. <laughs> <laughs> I've just put something about Hollywood and blah blah blah. That's what he says basically. I didn't I didn't honestly listen to a word he said. Uh, uh, I saw the I saw the I wish this was Nitro sign in the crowd. <laughs> I saw that. At one point, Hogan actually says the words "at the pay per view." Doesn't even remember the name of the show. Just says "at the pay per view." I'm surprised didn't say this Sunday. To be fair. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Waste of time. I've actually written a waste, another waste of time promo. Yeah, it was five minutes that they could have given to Jericho and Benoit and had a really fantastic match. That match, by the way, was the best in reaction we've seen on Thunder. It was. In the history yeah. of Thunder. In the, in the long history, the rich, detailed <laughs> history of Thunder. Uh, and we also, uh, after that, we get a recap, another recap. Well, it's actually our first, the first, the we is probably loads on there that we didn't, but the first yeah. one we saw at least. Uh, back to the January 12th Nitro, so uh, this past few days. Uh, yeah. Sat and beat Booker T by cheating, and mm-hmm. then Rick Martel told the ref the decision was overturned, which doesn't usually happen, and Booker won. The flock attacked, this is why the flock attacked Martel, by the way. This is why he's a stooge. Couldn't we ex- be explained that? Like, before we saw why they were attacking. We then see the backstage attack again, which makes me think, did they mean to show it the first time? <laughs> uh, uh, because WSW, so I, I don't I don't know. Uh, this, um, yeah, so this this means we're going to get Martel versus Booker T. It sold out for the TV Championship, which should be actually really good, because Martel's impressed me for the last few weeks. He looks decent, yeah. He's got a definite old man bod, but we've not seen Booker T at all. I'm assuming he's like a star on Nitro. So, th- this match happened. My notes are... Saturn looks odd with hair. Don't like it. Uh, mm-hmm. Wrestling in jeans must be rough. Yep. This match has been on for a while. And break <laughs> mid-match. And Marto wins with a Boston Crab. That's it. Yeah, I've got Flock involved. Marto wins the Great yeah. Crab. That's it. That that's More notes are made about the angle of everything else opposed to the actual match itself. The consistency of refereeing. Sometimes you DQ matches because someone interferes. Other times you just let them get away with it. It all depends on how the ref's feeling, I think. That is all it is. That's literally all it is. Yeah. Two members of the flock came down to interfere with this. Didn't matter. Yeah. Main yeah, event curry. time. <laughs> <laughs> the, flew, the show's flown by. We're at the main event already. We're right at the main event. It did. It was an hour 27, this uh, this show, and it did really honestly fly by. I watched it in one sitting, and I didn't fall asleep. So. I know. It, that's progress. We're, we're making progress <laughs> now. Uh, the Giant versus Scott Hall. Uh, straight away, I made a note. When they're face-to-face, Hall, Scott Hall's really tall. Isn't he? Like, He's really, underrated. Really tall. Yeah. Like if Nash is a legit shoot seven foot, he's not. But if he's a seven foot, Nash has got to be a, a Hall's got to be a six eight. Yeah, he ain't far off. He he never oh. got that kind of credit as being a big. No, man, really. I was shocked. Yeah, I mean, I've put uh, Hall versus the Giant. Obviously, this match isn't going to happen. Well, it went a minute and twenty three before Nash and Hogan arrived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nash got a cheap shot. Um, that's when I thought there was no contact, and I realised there was it's only one way contact with the giant. Yeah. Uh, Savage came out. Luger attacked him and put him in the rack. Nash just taunted quite, Savage. Didn't help him. It was quite funny when Macho climbs the top rope and Luger suddenly appears and just push, pushes him off. Like just, surely yeah. he was right behind you, running down the ramp, Macho. You must have I thought so. <laughs> uh, we still get the NWO dissension, say where Nash doesn't help Savage when he's in the rack. Um, and then Nash attacks Giant. Yeah, Giant can't fight back. Um, and then Giant destroys the ring, like just collapsed the ring. Yeah, well, did you see Scott Hall in the ring, just comically flailing around? Oh no, the ring's falling over. <laughs> I can't move. I'm I'm stunned. Into, I can't do anything. So good. I put brilliant. That's my favourite part of Thunder in yeah. three weeks. Uh, Shivani, Shivani shouts. We're out of time. See you next week. Shouldn't that be see you on Saturday? It's two days, Tony. It's yeah. Two days. 
not seeing yeah. it this week. You'll see us in two days. It's a yeah. pay-per-view, remember? One of your biggest pay-per-views uh, is in between this and Nitro. <laughs> Never mind. It's, it's your first pay-per-view of the year. And uh, But yeah, we're out. That That's it. That It was a, a really... Br- it breezed past the show. It really, really, really did. did. Yeah. It, it it's fun. the best show we've had so far. Definitely, yeah. It was a, it was a fun episode of Nitro. There was some good action. Uh, Benoit and Jericho. I liked Ray and Eddie. Didn't go as long as it should do. Uh, Malenko was always good to watch. And Steiner versus Conan for for what it was, it was decent in reaction. But yeah, it just nothing means anything. That's my issue with this. It nothing's leading to anything apart from kind of the the only angle you've got really is Scott Steiner and his detention with Rick. That's yeah, kind of it. We didn't see anything from Ric Flair and Bret Hart. I know there was that thing that we didn't see, but mm. there was no like live performance or live appearance by either of them. No. Uh, obviously, Hogan's in the in the WWE Championship segment at Sold Out. Sting wasn't here, and yet Sting's been advised mm. to show up at, at Sold Out. So it was just a really weird go-home show. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> I, I don't think they understand what the point of this second show mm-hmm. is at this point. I don't, I don't think they're quite knowing what to do with it. Well, this coming Saturday in 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 our timeline, it's sold out. We'll, we'll, I'll just go through the match card now. It's a bit of a tease for what's coming up on our next show. Yeah, where we're bringing the thunder for sold out. It's a it's our first pay per view of the bringing the thunder era. Uh, I've never seen this pay- sold out. I've never watched this pay per view, so this is a brand new brand new thing for me. Um, we're getting some lucha libre action. It's Chavo Guerrero, Super Calo, Lismar Junior, and Juventud Guerrero taking on La Parker, Silver King, Psychosis, and El Dandy. I'm all about That's the Parker and Psychosis teaming together. Love that. That is a, that is a barn burner. Yeah. Um, we've got Raven versus Chris Benoit. We've got Rey Mysterio versus Chris Jericho for the Cruiserweight Championship. We've, of course, got WWE Championship update slash announcement. Yep. We've got Booker T, our first sight of Booker T on this podcast yeah. as well. Looking forward, Looking forward to that. Uh, taking on Rick Martel for the TV title. We've got Larry Zabisco versus Scott Hall. Yep. We've got the Steiner Brothers and Ray Trailer versus Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, and Conan. We've got Giant versus Kevin Nash. So I've been building up the whole no contact thing. Mm-hmm. We've got Bret Hart versus Ric Flair. Who is the best there is? Blah, 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 that rubbish. Yep. And of course, our electrifying <clears throat> main event of Lex Luger versus Randy Savage. Weird Why is that like, main event? Yeah, that's had no really no build to be in the main event at all. Brett it's versus Rick. Nash versus Giant. Fair. You could put either of those two as the main event, but no. Luger versus Savage. <laughs> I, I mean... Savage I, I, you have to control. Sorry? Oh, yeah, I think he does. I think with half, half the top line rosters do have credit control at some point, I think, now. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very weird choice for for a main event that sold out, especially when Brett Rick and Giant Nash is, and also and even the the WWE Championship scenario, yeah, is is a kind of valid main event, maybe. Yeah, definitely, you got the yeah, you got the TV TV title there. Plus, you've got the the cruiserweight title, and you've also got the kind of your biggest angle as well is um, Hall versus Zabisco going into this, really. But yeah, middle of the card. The only build up we got for Luger Savage was Luger pushing Savage off the top rope. Oh. And Luger, all about that. Nash, yeah, and Luger putting Savage in the rack. That's yeah. all we got as far as a build-up for this. And this was the go-home show. Yeah, they barely even mentioned it. But yeah, so um, we can actually put a, a solid tick in the box for this one. This was a, a decent Thunder. Yeah, and I'm looking at the, the Thunder results for the week after, sold out. Looks like a very good show. Oh, could, could we get three good WWE <laughs> shows in a row now? There's, there's one match that features Benoit and Malenko taking on Jericho and Guerrero. Oh, take my money. Yeah. (laughs) 
Also, well, no, well, there's, some, there's a massive. I've just spoiled someone out for myself, but there's a massive spoiler for the US title. <laughs> Never mind. Oh no! Who's US champion at the moment? Um, I don't know. Is it is it DDP? Have we seen the US title on Thunder so far? No, we've seen DDP on Thunder, but not with the title. I'm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> this, this is our third show now. Have we seen the US title yet? Because no. it's not it's not defended. It's sold out. No, we haven't. DDP is not sold out. He's not on the pay per view. No. Is he the champ? He wasn't two weeks ago when he was on Thunder, but <laughs> a lot can happen in two weeks in WCW. Didn't he defend against Kevin Nash in the main event? Was that is that a thing that happened, or I dreamt that? I think that was a title match, was it? I thought it was because it because <laughs> I was confused why Hogan would cost Nash the match if it was. Oh, I don't know. It's all this is the effect it has. I've forgotten three weeks ago. Under week one notes, <laughs> uh, wasn't a title match. No, didn't mention oh, the title know. at all. In that case, I don't know who the US champion is. <laughs> I genuinely don't know who the US champion is at this point. We'll find out in two weeks. Time. So this would be a big surprise for me then. Wow. Okay. So you've spoiled what happens, and I don't even know who the champion is at the moment. Yeah. Man, too many belts. There are too many belts. Mm. Okay, so yeah, that's episode three. Uh, it's starting to turn. It's starting it to slowly turn. So yeah. we'll see if, if that trajectory can continue in the, in the coming weeks and months when we continue to bring the thunder. Um, as always, if you have any feedback, good, bad, or indifferent, or anything else, you can let us know in the usual ways on Facebook at Ring the Bell Show and on Twitter and Instagram at Ring the Bell Pod and the email address, Ross. Uh, Ring the Bell Pod at gmail.com. And you can also do uh, feedback in any other ways, as well as a nice uh, review and five-star rating feed. We've earned it over an Apple podcast and also grab us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Anchor, everywhere else you get your shows from. We are there. Um, I'm positive about the immediate future of Thunder. First time <laughs> I've said that in three weeks. Yeah, who would have thought that after those first two episodes where it was very, very ropey and we were questioning uh, decisions made behind the scenes. Um, yeah, it's getting better. I and mean, it, and we got sold out this Saturday as well. Exactly. Yeah, I'm looking. For, I'm looking at the, the kind of the pay per views going through the rest of the year, and there's, there's some good stuff. There's also well, some terrible that, stuff. There is. We're, we're we're about five months away from Goldberg's um, ascension Ooh. to the top of the card. That's coming. Yes, it is. So the Goldberg push will start coming soon with the US Championship win on Nitro against Raven, and then the the World Title with with Hogan. Yeah. So that's on the way at some point. We're getting more uh, more cruiserweight action will come in Jericho's. Um, complete evolution into that classic hill character is going to come mm. in front of in, in, in the front of us and the nwo kind of split in and, and is it this year the wolf pack comes in it is isn't it so that's coming uh in yeah it is well. so we're going to get uh red face sting um nice. and yep and all that malarkey so yeah lots lots is coming up we've got a baseball bat on a pole match to look forward to in uh, april i thought russo came in the year 2000 doesn't feature sting because why would it? <laughs> why would it? I mean, it's only it's only Sting's gimmick. It's only Sting's gimmick. But yeah, so next week we're going to get the uh, obviously next week in this show is going to be uh, sold out our first episode of pay per view, and our next episode of Thunder is going to be the fallout from sold out and Nitro, uh, in which we can hopefully see one of the triad of Giant uh, DDP or Lex Luger in the main event. Yeah. <laughs> but for now. <laughs> Thank you for indulging and listening and enjoying as we have too. Episode 3 Bringing the Thunder from Ring the Bell. I have been Andrew. And I've been Ross. Andrew. Yes. Bring that bell. Bring the bell.